I spent the morning talking about how one enters into the experience of living out your own design and how you seduce your mind into helping you out in the process. And uh, this afternoon I'm going to look at the non-energy types. I'm going to spend most of my time dealing with projectors. There are no reflectors here. I will include that information just so you know what it is, but nonetheless my focus this afternoon is on projectors. When you look at this um, outline of the way of the themes of the mind and you come to the projector mind what you come to is know the other and you can't imagine how significant it is that a projector is not here to be pressured to know themselves I mean the one thing that's clear about projectors is that they're the most deeply conditioned in the sense that they come into the world, they're 20% of the population, they don't have a defined sacral, they don't have any manifesting capacity, and that is life itself. And that not only do they have to compensate for all of that, they have to find generating capacity, they have to find manifesting capacity, and in doing so are overwhelmed by those very energy forms that they take in. I mean, projectors are deeply susceptible to generating and manifesting conditioning. You know, they come into the world, think about it. When generators come into the world, they're given manifestor propaganda. But generators are an energy type. And despite the fact that it's frustrating and incorrect for them to pretend to be manifestors, they can still manage in the sense of the not-self and still manage to be able to deal with it. But you see, when you're dealing with a projector, you're dealing with a projector child, you have to recognize that that projector child under manifestor conditioning, that the basic reaction of the parents is that they think they have a problem child. They think they have a child that is under-motivated, they think they have a child that is lazy. They think they have a child that will never really be able to get it together. So many manifested children, their parents have this impression that their children are never going to get it together. I mean, imagine what that's like to grow up with that as a vibration. And you're living off their energy. You know, and they don't think that you're worthy. They don't think you're going to get it together. So projectors get extraordinary manifestor propaganda. Extraordinary manifestor propaganda. In other words, not only is it you have to do it, I'm going to be here pushing you to do it. You have to be correct. You have to be this. You have to be that. You have to do it. You have to, have to, have to, have to, have to. It's what projectors hear all the years they're growing up. Not only that, but they hear it inside. I better. I better. I better do this. I better do that. If I don't do this, oh boy, I better do that. And all of that is about seeking out... Think just very simply. Projectors have an undefined sacral, so they don't know when enough is enough. That's true of all the non-sacral beings. But projectors also don't have the capacity, also don't have the capacity to manifest. Manifesting is about initiating. It's about attracting attention. There's all this pressure on projectors. 
and all this pressure on projectors in their not-self to go beyond the point of exhaustion. And that's what they do. Nobody burns out better than a projector. Nobody. It is so easy to burn them out because it's so easy to turn them into super, super, super slaves. They also have a problem. They have a social dilemma. You know, the fact that they don't have a defined sacral, the fact that they don't have manifesting capacity is felt by anybody who does. And they can be resented. Resented for hanging around. Resented for being there. See, projectors came into the world in this time to be at the top of the hierarchy. <coughs> to take their place as the true guides. But that's not given. It's not easy for them to get there. It's not. To be a projector is to be deeply conditioned. It is to have an enormously powerful not-self, deeply committed to keeping you the not-self chasing after generating, chasing after manifesting, and burning out. When I, you say to a, a manifester or a reflector that you have to rest before you sleep, that's one thing. But when you say that to a projector, boy, do you really mean it? They are the most susceptible to exhaustion. And of course, that means that if they are in that generating not-self aura, that exhaustion means that they're burning the candle at both ends. They're just pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it until they collapse. And they collapse because it's not natural for them. See, projector children they're not supposed to be motivated. They're not. I mean, you see, they're not interested in themselves. They're not. You know, you have a projector child and you say, well, you can grow up to be president. <laughs> you know? I don't want to grow up to be president. Give me a break. You know? They're not interested in that. You see, they're born to be fascinated by everybody else. I mean, everybody else is interesting. Everybody else is interesting. Because everybody else seems to hold the secret, not them. See, look, the secret of life is in the sacral. The secret of life is in the sacral. I know I have a totally open sacral, no activations. I have found it. I know where it is. The secret of life is in the sacral. If you don't have a sacral, you're always looking for the secret of life. I mean, you are. And if you're a non-sacral being, you're not looking for the secret of life in yourself because it's an empty hole. There's nothing there. It's out there somewhere. See, the way I learn about myself is through my impact on the outside world. It's only through the reflection of that impact that I actually get to see who I am. If you're a reflector, you only get to see who you are by understanding the environment that you live in. 
And only then do you see the reflection that defines who you are. And if you're a projector, only when you understand the other is it possible for you to grasp yourself. You see, if you have a projector and you sit them down and you're going to introduce them to human design, don't tell them to bring their own chart. <laughs> tell them to bring everybody else's chart that they know. I mean, they can bring theirs, but keep it in the back pocket somewhere, you know, just in case they need a reference point. You know, because the moment that they're looking at everybody else, oh boy, are they going to see themselves. That's their magic. And that way they can take it. They can take it. And their mind can take it. The mind is fascinated. You see, projectors came into the world to be able, truly, truly, to be able to guide. But they're here to guide humans, particularly generators, which means that they have a great deal, a great deal to learn. And as they learn that, they understand what their life has been. They understand what the generator has meant to them, what the manifester has meant to them. And remember, the moment that you're living out your, your life, the not-self becomes your potential for wisdom. The fact that a projector neither generates nor manifests means that their potential wisdom is to really understand generating and manifesting. And you see, projectors came into the world to be recognized. But that doesn't go one way. They're given a gift. The gift is that they're here to be recognized because they have a gift of recognizing. That's their magic. The gift of recognizing. Now when their not-self is controlling their recognizing capacity, they're in big trouble. They're in big trouble. And the moment that that recognizing is operating correctly, in other words, it's based on a true understanding of the other, only then, only then, can the projector take its place. You see, the mental strategies for a manifester or for a generator are not a big deal. They're not. They're easy. You can do them fairly quickly. You know, the manifestor has to wait for a reasonable decision, but nonetheless, working out your impact list is something that you do automatically the moment that you grasp the concept as a manifestor. But you see, the projector strategy for the projector mind is different. It's different. It has to be. You see, for the projector, there is no instant gratification in coming to this knowledge other than the resonance to its possibilities as a truth. The fact is that when you come to this knowledge as a projector, you have no idea when your real opportunity will come to use your strategy. You don't. It could be days, it could be weeks, it's more probably months. After all, for a projector, it is only important decisions in which their strategy works important decisions, basic decisions in their life, in which they are waiting for the invitation, that they're waiting for the formal, the formal request. 
The rest of the time, it's not possible for them. When you walk out of this kind of a program or you walk out of a reading as a projector, it's not like you're going to walk out the door and be able to experiment with your strategy. You're not. You may get lucky, but you're not. And so for the projector in this experience, the mind, the mind has an incredible chance to distract you completely from this process. It's one of the reasons why it's so difficult for projectors to be consistent in seeking and waiting for their opportunity to live out their nature through their strategy. It's hard. If you're a generator, you can have immediate, immediate recognition of your strategy through just going through the question and response process. Instantaneous affirmation. Same for a manifestor. Manifestor can, after all, inform all the time. It helps. See, when you're standing in line, you're annoyed. You know. But projectors, no. No. Now look. <coughs> when, when I first looked at all of this knowledge and tried to imagine where I could go and where this could lead, it was clear to me that my best students would be projectors. It was just obvious from the beginning. It's turned out to be quite true. The thing about a projector is that the projector has a natural intelligence geared to understanding the other. Any system, any system, any philosophical track, whatever it may be, whether it's some kind of esoteric science, you know, astrology or whatever. Projectors, one way or another, in their lives, need to seek out an understanding of the other. Now, under the conditioning of generators, they will go into it thinking about themselves. But that won't last very long, because they're not interested in themselves. What they're interested in is exploring and understanding how the other works, because that is natural for them. As a projector coming to this knowledge, you have to recognize something. That before you're really going to experience the deep truth of this knowledge, you have about three and a half years of study ahead of you. It's not like you're going to be able to do anything about that in a hurry. You need to learn. You need to understand the mechanism. You need to understand how things work. Along that road, while you're studying the other, you will have a different kind of affirmation. And that affirmation will come very quickly. If you're a projector here now, you already have had that affirmation by looking at the open centers of people around you in your life. I mean, it's your way of having confirmation. A generator, a sacral being, has to have confirmation within themselves. But for a projector, the confirmation comes through the recognition of the mechanics in the other. In other words, you're not seeking your own proof. What you want is proof that it works on the outside because you think that's going to give you some advantage in life. By the way, that's what your mind thinks. Aha! I finally know how to trick them all. 
I finally know how to get what I want. I finally know how to fool them. I'll sell them channels. Eh? That'll get them. You see, for the projector, the whole road, the whole road is about having confirmation that you really understand the other. It's everything. Ah, oh, and it does it make them feel secure. See, they're dependent on the other. Only manifestors stand alone. You know, the vast majority of humanity, 92% of humanity, you know, they need each other. A projector cannot live alone. They're not here to live alone. They're not. You know, they're going to be dependent all their life, like all the non-sacral beings. They're going to be dependent all their life on having access to sacral energy. Have to. You know, again, I, I want you to grasp the power of the sacral center and what it does to life. You know, let's hope that all the generators really do get to their truth, and soon. Because it'll make it a hell of a lot easier for everybody else. It really will. And when you're a projector, you better pray every, every bloody day that the generators around you wake up because you live off them. You're actually here to guide them. But that is not a relationship that has been consummated. Because you have to be correct. And that a projector is no value of no value as a guide until that projector has reached the point of recognition of the other. See, it's a different process. It's not the energy type process. It's not. It's not I, I. See, energy types are all I. You know, I have impact on them. You know, I am myself now. You know, generators and manifestors doing their eyeing. I, 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 I. You know, and the projectors are all into you, 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 you. And the reflectors are all into they, 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 they. And you have to see that until that projector can go you and mean it and know it and understand it, they're not ready. They're not ready. Because everything is not about them, it's about you. See, if you're a projector and you don't understand how the generator in your life operates, you got a problem. You're going to be lost in the conditioning of that other being. Lost. When I wake up a, a generator to their process, I know that they'll go home and they will practice and that they will meet flack, but they can survive it. You know, that first, uh-uh, that gets that weird response. But when a projector goes into the home, they can't hold on to it. They can't. They have to take in the generating. They have to take in the manifesting. Most of it's generating. They have to take it in. It's the life force. And for them, it really is the life force. 
You know, I, in relationship courses that I do, you know, I teach people about the ultimate relationship is a relationship when, as yourself, you will recognize that the only thing you're interested in is your own kind. As yourself, the only thing you're interested in is your own kind. You know, manifestors belong to manifestors, and generators belong to generators, and projectors belong to projectors, and reflectors belong to reflectors. Now, our genes at this point aren't interested in that. They don't like sameness. They don't. Remember, it's about the gene pool. But in fact, when you're awake as a being, you're only naturally correct for someone of your own kind. When you're a projector, to be in a relationship with an energy type, well, all I can say is good luck, you know? I mean, after all, it's simply not something that is meant to work. It isn't. The projector-generator relationship is the most important relationship on the planet. But it's about the independence of each. It's not about a personal relationship between the two of them. It's about a functional relationship between the two of them. You know, the projector is here to know what a life is. The generator is here to know what work is. You know, this is what it's about. You know, and together, and together, we have a world, we have a world that lives correctly, that functions correctly. They each need to learn from the other. They are the vast majority of humanity. 90% of humanity is projector generator. But to put them into the same bed is nuts. It's true for anybody. Eh? Have your own room. To put them in a life together is an enormous burden on the projector. It's an enormous burden on the projector. It just is. And they're helpless in that. Now look, you know, I'm a realist. You know, I teach a 40-year-old projector that's got a life. Now, it may not be the best life, you know, but that's what they have to have. And they're in an environment and in an energy flow that is not good for them. And yet, at the same time, it's their life. It's not like I'm asking them to take a walk from their life. That's not what this is about. It's not about walking out. It's not about giving up. No choice, after all. And in most cases, children are involved. No, it's a different process for the projector. Because the projector is so deeply conditioned by the environment that they're in, that their only way out as themselves in that environment to become themselves within that environment is that they study those beings in their life. They find out how they work. They begin to recognize their traits and their function. They begin to see how to deal with them. They begin to become what they are, a guide. And remember that the way in which a projector learns about themselves is that they learn about themselves by seeing the proof in others. The projector with a defined ego 
will only accept what that means when it sees the defined ego in the other and the way it works. And the same is true for any aspect in their design. You know, they don't affirm it within themselves. They watch it on the outside because they're here to understand the other. Nobody is ever going to understand you better than a projector. Ever. No one will ever understand you better than a projector. You want a confessor? You want somebody to ask you questions as a generator? You know, nobody is ever going to know you better than a projector. That's what they're here for. And of course, they're normally really ignorant. You know, because they're so deeply conditioned. They're playing super generator. They're not interested in the other, even though they are interested in the other. So what do they do? You know, they watch television. They go to movies. They, you know, they look at the other that way. But it never becomes what they really are. They're running around under the pressure to know themselves. Know yourself, know yourself, know yourself. You know, non-sacral beings, you know, following people, you know, to learn about themselves. I mean, what an incredible joke. You know, because that's not who they are. It's not. You know, when you go into the aura of a generator and that generator is going to be your teacher, that generator is always going to tell you to know yourself. What to do? You know, as a projector, that is detrimental to your health. You know, all it's doing is reinforcing your not-self and your mind is going to go along the whole trip. You know, we don't know when enough is enough. No, we're confused. We don't know who we are, but we're going to keep on looking. We're going to keep on looking because we have to find who we are, even if we're terribly confused. Even if we're not interested. Why are they forcing me to look into myself? Imagine all the people who are non-sacral in this world, who are in therapy. Let's look into your problems now. You know, give me a break. I think you have a problem. You know, this is not what they're for. And when you're dealing with projectors, you know, it's crippling for them. You know, the worst thing you can say to a projector is, look at yourself in the mirror. Oh my God. You know? It's like you're trying to kill them. You know? Go ahead, look at yourself in the mirror. Go on, look, look at what you look like. Whoa. You know, that's not what they're here for. They don't want to see that. They don't. I mean, they're not very good at seeing who they are. They're not. You know, that's why they're very confused about what recognition is. Only when they begin to study the other that they begin to understand why they get recognized in certain ways. And what gets recognized in them. You know, they begin to really have their life. And they can only have their life in relationship to the other. And if they don't have a proper relationship with the other, they don't get a life. They don't. And you see, they don't get this wonderful instant gratification that's personal. But so what? It's not them. It's not important to them. 
If you're a projector, the most important thing you can do now is study all those creatures in your life that have been messing you up. And remember, it's not their fault. You know, it's not like you have to punish them or blame them. It's not about saying, oh, it's you who has the emotional system. Ah. You know, it's not about any of that. It's just about figuring them out. There's a great grace in knowing the other. You see, the moment that you really understand how somebody works, you recognize that they're blameless. Oh, that's beautiful. You see, the generator may have the opportunity for a personal spiritual experience. But a non-sacral being always has the opportunity for the transpersonal spiritual experience. To be able to see the grace in the other. To be able to see the potential in the other. To be able to see the beauty in the other. You know, recognition is something extraordinary. You know, this gift of really being able to see what the other is. And in seeing what the other is, recognizing their helplessness. Their helplessness. I can't blame my sister for making me emotional. Well, you know, it wasn't her fault. It's not like there's anything she could have done. Nobody gave her a map then. Nothing could have stopped her emotional system working the way it did. I can't blame my mother or my father for being what they were. I can't blame my lover for being a jerk, my kids for being annoying. You know, what am I going to do? You can't blame anybody for anything. You can't. You can't. No blame, no fault. There's no choice after all. Ah, projectors have a chance to see the grace of what life is. They have a chance to see that everybody is helpless. And in recognizing that everybody is helpless, recognizing that in that, they can see everyone. And that's what they're here for, to see the other. We're not here alone. We're not. And the basic binary that brings us together is only a step in trying to bring the whole together. Only projectors can have such a vision and such a possibility. Because it's only through them that the outside, that each and every other can be seen. To really see you. You know, when you meet a generator, they're not seeing you. They're waiting to find out who they are. When you meet a projector, they're only seeing you. They don't even know they're there. It's very different. It's just different. So if you're a projector and you're going to start this process, there's only one way in which you can seduce your mind. Study. Find out how all this works. Find out how generators work and manifestors work and reflectors work. Find out how projectors work because they're not you. Find out how they all work and then watch. And watch all those beings around you Watch those people that are so deeply a part of your life and learn to see them for what they are. Learn to understand how they work. Oh, that's the way for a projector. And by the way, while you're doing all of that, your mind is your greatest ally. Oh, you see, your mind is so pleased 
so pleased that it hasn't lost its authority. It's delighted. Oh, I like this system. This is very good. All right, let's study Georgie. Let's see how George works, you know? And the mind is like, this is terrific. You know, and it gets deeper and deeper and deeper into that, and all of a sudden that moment comes for every projector when the first real decision arrives. An invitation shows up. It's like, aha, uh -huh, here it is, you know? Let's see. Ah, the mind, the mind begins to disintegrate in that experience. Nobody gets to shatter their mind other than projectors. It's something to understand about them. They have a capacity for shattering the mind. projector mind you see you know the mind is very powerful it has a deep connection to the not self very hard for generators to shatter their minds uh, and what I mean by that is that that really for the 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 mind to completely give up trying to remain in control I know as a manifester and you know, I'm, I'm a long time in this process. I'm 16 years. I'm in my third seven-year cycle in this process. And that mind is still there in my life. It's still somewhere in the background. It was never, it was never shattered. But projectors, they're different. They're really different. That is that the projector has built into them the capacity in which their mind can actually be shocked in that sense that their mind can really be shattered. It's not an easy thing to describe. This process of study, because the projector has no real focus on themselves, that as they go through the period of study and they're focusing on everybody else, they don't personalize that. They don't personalize that. There is a moment that comes for them and that moment that comes is a moment in which suddenly their mind realizes that it has been fooled all along. Really fooled all along. It's not the way the generator mind immediately gets involved with the generator. And is not shattered, but is, you know, little strips of it are taken away. But when you're dealing with the projector mind, it thinks it's in control during that whole early process. Somewhere around three and a half years, the shattering can take place. When there's critical mass in the transference of the cells. That process of being deeply involved in looking at everything else, looking at everything through the lens of the camera, and all of a sudden the camera turns around and it's on you. And in that moment, the mind is suddenly, oh, gone. You know, it loses all pretense of ever being in control. Ever. The mind in its perfection is a servant of the life. You know, this is what mind in its perfection is. It's a servant of life. It is the servant of the communication of the intrinsic value of being. You know, the only people that talk about life is good are people that 
sanctify war. You know, we have all kinds of, uh, you know, goodness people in the world. We have all kinds of institutions that claim that the real reward of being a hard-working slave is that you can go to heaven where it's nice. Yeah. You know, the reward is here. It's in the body. It's in the life. It's not in the afterlife. You know. The crystals of consciousness are like software. You know, and the vehicle is the computer. And when the vehicle is dead, the software doesn't work. You know? It just doesn't. Everything about life is life itself. It's about being here. It's about being in form. This is where the movie is. You want hell? It's right here for most people. You want heaven? It's here for some. And it is. See, this is not a difficult plane. And it's not a place of suffering. It isn't. It isn't any of those things. The projector, the projector is here to recognize not simply the other, but in recognizing the other as the other is, recognizing the sanctity and the perfection of what life is. Because it is. And what lies within the gift of any projector is the capacity ultimately to be able to guide humanity in such a way is that we all embrace a oneness. That's why they're guides. And that's why it's essential that they study. They're the ones who need to understand how it works. They're the ones who need to understand how things fit together in the puzzle of the world we live in. You know, generators, generators are the great builders awake. But it's not like they know what to build. They're here to respond. They're here to respond and build what is correct for them. But where does that come from? Projectors are here in the world to guide. You know, it is them that can see in the potential of the other a capacity no other can see. All of the roles that we give to guides are roles that belong to the projector. They just do. They're the natural managers. That's their gift. And you see, a projector wakes up by recognizing moment by moment by moment how everything else works. When a projector truly understands how the other works, their moment will come. It's only about that. And when a projector is finally deconditioned, when they go through their seven-year cycle, when they get to the other side of that, they're there to be invited to guide. And they will see that that's all they receive. You know, wherever they look, there will be those that through the aura and only through the aura will invite them to guide. So if you're a projector, don't look at yourself. Look at everybody else. Study them really well and watch to see See, you're the ones who are my witnesses. 
Because you're not personal witnesses. You're transpersonal witnesses. You're the ones that see the truth of this not in yourself, but you see the truth of it in others. It's a way of seeing that it is a universal truth. It is for everyone. One day projectors will understand best how to get this knowledge to everyone. Because ultimately that's their gift. In all the years that I've been doing human design, I have never given much attention to projectors. I haven't. My work was with generators. They're more like me. They're easier to understand. They have a quicker opportunity to be able to live out the nature of design and therefore create, you know, the world of design that exists now, letting people know, so forth and so on. When I would do public lectures, you know, the emphasis was on go out the door and check it out. And I knew how unfair that was for projectors. It's a different time now. It's not me as a messenger struggling to get the message out. The message has gone out really well. It's not about that anymore. And it is about providing as many opportunities as possible for the education of projectors. It's something essential. You know, I have an associate, Richard Beaumont, who uh, runs a company called Human Design Films, which is filming here. And uh, we're developing um, a scholarship program for projectors. You know, they're not born to work. They're born to study. And so we're trying to work out a scholarship program for special projectors so that we can help them go through their process. They're the ones that need to know now and need to know the truth about what their process is. <clears throat> that it takes time, that you get the verification you need by watching the other and seeing the truth of the mechanism. And remember, when I say watching the other, I'm not just talking about watching the other. You know, if you know that somebody's a generator, well, a good projector will try that out. All right, let's see what happens. Uh, would you like to go out for dinner? Uh-huh. Ah, interesting. You know? But more than that, the projector will ask the generator, would you go out, like to go out for dinner? And the generator says, oh, yes, I'd love to. Let's go. The projector says, hey, wait a minute. Aren't you a generator? I recognize you. Aren't you a generator? How come you didn't go, uh-huh? Or, uh-uh? You see, that's what the projector is for. They're guides, after all. They're guides. You know, in the moment that they are able recognize the other, they're of value. And they finally find a way to make a living. <laughs> a legitimate way to make a living as themselves. Now look, there is always, always, as you've seen through this whole process, there is always the added condition of the presence of a defined emotional system. If you're an emotional projector, it is something for you to be very, very clear about. Is that the fact that you have to wait after you finally get the invitation doesn't bloody matter. It's going to take a while anyway before you get there, and it's not interesting yet. You know, there's the whole thing about projectors and the decision-making process of waiting for the invitation. 
The invitation is not as interesting as finding out about everybody else. It's not. Yeah, yeah, waiting for the invitation. Right, 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 right. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, next. You know, were we talking about that person? Yes, let's talk about that person. Let's forget about the invitation business. And so, you know, if you had the criteria, okay, you're an emotional projector, and, you know, when the, finally the big moment comes, you know, and you're really going to follow your strategy, you have to wait. Ah, okay, tell them, but it's not a big deal. What is a big deal is the way in which they look at the other through their emotional lens. Remember, after all, projectors are here to recognize. And the way that you recognize somebody in terms of their design through your wave, uh-huh, no truth in the now. In other words, what you see in one moment doesn't have clarity, and a little while later may have a little more clarity, and a little while later has more clarity, until you finally see what's there. And the most important thing for Emotional projectors is not to jump to conclusions. No truth in the now. Don't jump to conclusions. They got an undefined ego. They're really fucked up. Don't jump to conclusions. They got an undefined emotional system. They've avoided the truth all their lives, you know? I mean, they may deal with some truths every once in a while. But don't jump to conclusions. Because you're an emotional being. You are. I had an incredible experience with the emotional system here in Sedona. I had this crazy guy come into my life. Really nuts. Emotional person. And uh, he was one of these people that, you know, I, for whatever reason, I took him under my wing and, you know, I would tell him things about his design and blah, blah, blah. Mr. Generator. And, uh, you know, he'd sit with me all day, and we we talk about stuff, and I'd tell him about him, you know, his... And he'd nod his head, and then he'd go away, and the next day I would meet him somewhere in, you know, and he'd say to me, what did you say to me yesterday? I mean, I don't, I don't, what did you actually say to me? And I'd look at him, and I'd say, what? It's simple. You know, you're an emotional person, and blah, 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 and you've got to wait out the wave, and you've got to go through this, you've got to go through that. And I would go through this intense thing with him for a couple of hours, and then I would go away, and I'd go away thinking, oh, my God. And I'd go away. A couple of days later, I'd see this guy. He'd come up to my house in a panic. What did you say to me? You know? Now, think about the emotional wave, and think about the way the emotional wave works. Somebody, let's say, comes in and has a session with me. In the old days when I did sessions. They'd come in and they'd have a session. Emotional person. They're in a certain place in their wave. That's a frequency. It's a certain place. And that certain place in their wave is where they're taking the information in. They're taking it in, in that place, in the wave. So they're nodding their head and they're doing their number and blah, blah, blah. And they take all the stuff in. Okay, very good. Now, the moment that they walk out of that session, anything can happen. Anything that can happen. And their wave is moving. And you know, they bump into somebody and they growl at them and then they think about stupid people and they're off in, a, in another space and then they get into their car and they back up to a, you know, a trash can and you know, on and on and on. And off they go with their life. Now by the time they get home, they don't even remember that they were in a session. <laughs> they don't. They don't. It's kind of like this 
vague memory somewhere back there. Yeah, 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 and it cost me a lot of money. I remember that. You know? That's all. You know, it's gone. Three weeks later, you know, they're in their garden, you know, dragging something through the garden. And all of a sudden, oh, right. Because the wave came back to the same place, same frequency. See, emotional people go through quite a process. When you're an emotional projector and you have a gift of recognizing, you have to understand something. Your recognition isn't what you recognize in the moment. What you recognize in the moment is only an aspect of what truth is for you. It's only an aspect of it. It's only an aspect of clarity for you. Before the emotional projector jumps to any conclusions about what they think they see, they have to go through their wave, take their time. Time is such a blessing. You see, look, you'll begin to see that there is no such thing as wasted time. You know, this is open root madness. There's no such thing. There's no such thing of, I better make the decision now because if I don't make the decision now, it's all lost. There's no such thing. You're not missing anything. Nothing, 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 nothing. Because you're not complete. I mean, your process isn't complete. You have to go through your way. You have to wake things out. You've got to sleep on things to find that clarity. So projectors have a real process. And if you're an emotional projector, don't be concerned about all of that. You watch the other, you know? Check them out. Check them out and check them out through your lens. You know, your lens that looks at their chart on a Monday and meets them and thinks, aha, this is what this means. This is this kind of emotional person. And then, you know, you meet them on another day and it's, oh, it's different. It's like this. And slowly you begin to understand had jumped to conclusions, you never would have really had the opportunity to see that other aspect. And remember that for us, the value of a projector is that they're really here to recognize. If I want to go to a diagnostician for anything, I want a projector. You know? I mean, how risky it is to assume that anybody other than a projector recognizes anything. That's a great risk. You know, I don't want to insult generator doctors, but you know, I, don't know what I do know that they know all about their own health. You know, that's clear. You know what they really see in me? Ooh, I don't know about that. No. It's just a not-self game. Projectors. Projectors. I have known many, many doctors, homeopaths who are projectors. They have real gifts. And they're not-self. The gifts are there. Because projectors have a gift. They have a gift of recognizing. You know they were trained for seven or eight years to do whatever. You know, and they apply it with the gift that they recognize things, they recognize symptoms and this and that. Now, by the way, it doesn't mean that they're right. It means they have the gift of recognizing. It depends on their training. 
It's my concern about projectors in human design. It's their training that matters. You know, to be properly educated in this knowledge because projectors are the only type that are here to be truly educated in human design. You know, when they master human design, we really have forces in the world that truly recognize. And remember, what they're here to recognize is the potential in the other. It's not selfish. You know, their gift is to recognize potential in the other. When a projector recognizes the potential of a generator, it's not like they're doing it for themselves. That's their thing. They get to see, hey, look, you would really be good at this. What do you think? Huh? Good. Whoosh. And if the projector is lucky, that generator will then say, hey, look, why don't you hang around a little bit more? <laughs> you know, this is good advice. Blah, blah, blah. Let me invite you. You know, it's a basic relationship. You know, one looks at the other, one sees the other. So we need projectors to be well-educated, and you need your mind to get lost in this. Now, one thing I know about human design is that if you ever wanted to get lost in knowledge, here's a place where you can get really lost. There is so much stuff, you can go on forever. It's perfect for a projector. You know, even with an undefined root, in this lifetime they will not get it all. There's just too much. But they will be able to study enough that they are going to be able to be masters of the world that they live in. They're here to die. They're here to understand the other. Nobody else has that responsibility. So, you know, my concern is that they're well educated. My concern is that they don't run away from their experiment because they think that they have to wake up. No. No, no. The waking up will happen all by itself today. Their commitment is to study and know the other. Every, every moment that they study, please understand what I'm actually saying to you. That the projector, when the projector is studying the other, only the projector truly verifies human design for the world. The generator only verifies human design for themselves. Objector sees it in the other. Very different. The other side of the coin. They're absolutely essential. They see it working in the other. And therefore they know it's truth. The psychology is working itself. It never really knows it's the universal truth. It knows it's an absolute truth for itself, which is its own miracle. But they're not designed to look out to the other. The projector looks up and says, you know. If it works for that person, and that person, and that person, well, it'll work for them. And it'll work for them. It'll work for them. And I can see the potential in this one, and in that one, and in that one. There. So, if you're a projector, you know what you have to do. You know, buckle down. You know, it's very good. You'll support Human Design America. You'll be happy. They'll tell you all the you need. You know, this is not a sales pitch nor a commercial. It is the truth. You know, dig in, dig in deep, find it all out, you know, and watch the movie around you. Because that movie is the 